was that a good count in for you? Yeah, it was. It was. It it was very quiet. Great. So we're uh, we're still in Brooklyn. Here we are. Uh, Jason took time off from the co-op selling yogurt Duh. to uh, play some records. Yeah, you better appreciate I, this. I drove all the way down from Boston. <laughs> well, this is the only way I get new music anymore. Is I, I for my whole life really, I just hang out with Jay, and the first thing you do is he just plays you records. So you're getting to listen to that experience, which is <laughs> what I experience all the time. Which is you go to Jay's house and you're not allowed to do anything until he plays you at least. 20 songs sounds really annoying yeah it's fucking worst friend ever (laughs) and in this case yeah arbitrarily for no reason jason has chosen 20 of his top 20 songs he did what a weird coincidence he chose 20 of the top 20 songs right uh of the last year of 2021 the greatest year in human history i should have picked 21 songs fuck Fuck it, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm just driving, getting out. Well, the good news is, okay. So, uh, my name is Matt. I'm Jason. We started this podcast because we like to listen to records together. Yep. And uh, we thought maybe you'd like to listen to some records with us. Yep. So uh, that's what we're gonna do. Um, what's the name of the podcast, Jay? We listen to records. Uh, right. We do we listen to records. We listen to records. Now, this first song. Uh, number 10 number on 10. the top 20. So if you haven't <sighs> yet listened to the first episode, go back because there's some key plot points that you're going to want to pick up. Yeah. You don't want to jump in in the middle of the series. You just can't start watching Empire Strikes Back, right? Like you got to know what's going on. So go back and listen to part one of the top 20 songs of all time uh, in the year 2021 as chosen by some random dude in Brooklyn. Uh, this is part two. This is the, the Empire Strikes Back. The good one. Uh, and Jay, uh, track number 10. We're going to count down from 10 to 1. Track number 10. This is, I think, technically released in 2020, but it was like right at the end. And I was psyched about it. I'm always psyched. And let's, I wanted to talk. Let's be honest with ourselves. 2020, 2021. I know. Probably 2022. Know, it's just one big year. It, yeah. I and, and I just figured I want to talk about this guy uh, anyway. So this is um, Kill Rock Stars put out yet another Elliott Smith re-release. But this time, it's like part of a book. They put out this whole book, and then two, like they remastered um, XO, which I don't know I don't know how much of an Elliott Smith listener fan you are, but... I mean, I'm, I'm familiar, not, you know, I know and respect the work. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so... So they also put out as the bonus disc the like his one of his first live shows from '94, um, and I don't know, just it's just crazy to hear that, and it's such a like insane record of of him, you know, like, and I always heard the stories of him just being able to, you know, like play these crazy kill rock stars punk shows in Seattle where he just goes up with his guitar and and everyone is like, holy shit. You know what I mean? And like, that's, I think, and I remember, I remember going to this like, um, adult crash, this tiny record store in the East village when I lived on sixth street and I would always buy seven inches cause I don't have enough money for an entire record and seeing Elliot Smith speed trial seven inch and bringing it home with a couple others and, and putting it on and going, what is this like super quiet acoustic, just like destroying 
vocals track. Like it was like I was just listening to like, you know, heavy punk, whatever, just 90s stuff, you know, pavement, just loud, whatever, junk, chunky stuff. And then here's this guy just doing this like, you know, his completely his own thing out of nowhere. And I was like, God, this is like an amazing little well, which, which Which track do you have for us? So this is called, this is uh called like... His early stuff is like this is called like just song or untitled whatever or something like that. All right. Um, waiting for it to come up here. Hold on one second. From September seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, live at Umbra Penumbra, which is I guess like a coffee shop. Cool. And this song is called some song. <laughs> Un- untitled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a junkie dream, makes you so uptight Yeah, it's Halloween tonight and every night You scratch your skin, you sandpaper throat You're a symphony man with one fucking note Charlie beat you up week after week And when you grow up, you're gonna be a freak You want a violent girl who's not direction to go but yeah over over christmas we watched that movie yesterday okay you ever see that no it's um the danny boyle directed it but it's this guy he's just like a failed musician and oh he, yesterday he, the he, beatles thing. he wakes up one day yeah, yeah, and yeah, okay. nobody in the world knows who the beatles are except right, for right, him right, and he right. starts playing beatles songs <laughs> and like one of my bigger problems with the movie is the premise that one he could just play those songs on an acoustic guitar and have them hit as yeah, well, right, yeah, with right. no backing band or anything. Right, right, And then the other is, like, devoid of context, devoid of the yeah. moment, devoid of the 60s and the anti-war. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. do the Beatles, do Sgt. Pepper's really hit now? Yeah. And yeah. some of those songs, I think, do. I think some of those songs are timeless, and sure. some of those songs aren't. And in the movie, you even see he plays, like, back in the USSR, and I'm like, what the yeah, right, fuck? Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, I think Elliot Smith is one of those, like, timeless... Yeah. Like, there's billions of dudes out there with an acoustic oh guitar God, who, thing, who try man. to just power through it with the vocals. That's why this is And he just amazing. does it so well. And the songs the songs are just timeless. The yeah, style is yeah. timeless. You know. And yes, it's Elliot Smith. Like, right, obviously right. he's he's pinned to a certain time and, and tragically but I think died. About, but I think about 1994, Matt. That was, I mean, I was in second year at, at SVA in yeah, New York. Yeah, I was finishing up high school. Right? So it was like Imagine that time, this guy in the middle of grunge, in the middle of like, you know, Alice in Chains and that whole scene. And like, he's just like, yeah, acoustic guitar. And that's my, that's my style. And it's not like Beck where he's doing this like weird version of a guy with acoustic guitar. He's, he's like playing it straight, Mm -hmm. like 
and emotional I, I, and and like sincere. But it's, it's it it, it is also like when you mentioned he was playing at a coffee shop. Like yeah, there's yeah, yeah. there's a world pre Starbucks that you and I lived in. There was a world where coffee shops were like cool alternative hangouts <laughs> for the kids. You know, like like the. I like, mean. Personally, I know that there was that that uh, what was that place around the corner from Sixth Street that was like sidewalks that yeah, was like yeah, yeah. you know open mic night. I mean that was like what you did. Well, like, I remember going go. to like poetry slams oh, and stuff. Well, but it was all it was all a you know it was like Garrett was playing something. I would get like a fucking. Fisher L- Price listener note: Gar- Garrett is Jason's old <laughs> roommate, weirdo guy. I mean, Aaron would like read something from a notebook. It was like, well, who gives a shit? It was like great. It was like yeah. for kids in college who are like, yeah, man, I just gotta hear this. Yeah, we all we all read one <laughs> Jack Kerouac book. You're in New York City. You're like, oh fuck yeah, let's get yeah. up, and do this, and it was just a place to go. Like every Monday night. Yeah. was like open no, but mic I do, night. I do, I do think, <laughs> like, you, you talk about Elliot Smith like he's an anomaly. Like, I do think there was a billion fucking people in the early 90s just with an acoustic guitar. But just he is singing an anomaly. Their song. Well, he's an anomaly because he's good. Right, right, He's right. an anomaly because he's, like, the yeah. best version of that. Yeah, I mean, and, um, I, don't, and I still don't know what it is exactly. I mean, Like, him and John Phil, they're the, they're the <laughs> two. <laughs> yes. Another uh, covered on our... Yeah, go Podcast go back through for, the uh, we listen to records archives and listen to <laughs> the, the greatest John hits of John Phil Volume <laughs> Two. There is no volume that one. That is the best best title of a record. Yeah, other than like no, solid I, I mean, gold. I, I got nothing to say. Like, I love Elliot Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. I don't really put him on that much, you but know, when he's on, I'm not sad. He's somebody that I don't either. But then when I do, like, if again, if another re- they put out another reissue with something, I'm like, oh yeah. And then I go back to the catalog and I'll listen to him for days. Like, oh god, this guy. You know, it's like he's like Tom Waits or something. He's there, <laughs> floating around, and I'm like, I don't want to listen to that Tom, right now. Tom Waits was in the movie I watched yesterday, and I was like, which holy fuck, oh, he's, licorice pizza. Or? Yeah, licorice pizza. Oh, okay, okay. What was he? What was his character? He just played. Tom Waits as yeah. like drunk businessman at okay. bar. All right. Yep. Um, yep. With Sean Penn acting against oh, Sean, Sean Penn? Penn. Wow. They uh, were at a bar together just well, shooting. The so shit. the this I do I need to describe licorice pizza for me. The scene is the <laughs> the main character who by the way the, I didn't realize this but the yeah. main girl is uh from the band Haim. Oh I don't know that. Uh, which is like a sis- They're all sisters. Okay. Um. So. Not all the other sisters are in the movie as her sisters, but they also cast her real their real parents as their parents. Oh God, so the whole so like weird. Haim family yeah. is in the movie. Huh. Um, yeah, it's like her first acting role, whatever. But the scene is like she's auditioned for a part, and yeah. Sean Penn is the handsome lead actor who's like obviously going to try to bang her, and he's taking her to dinner. Wait, and, like seventy year old Sean Penn? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, he's like some. You know, yeah, he's yeah. the he's huh. he's playing a kind of uh, a Burt Lancaster type, okay. oh, um, right. and he takes her out to dinner at this restaurant, and then his buddy, yeah, his like drunken weirdo buddy Tom Waits, Tom Waits. Is, <laughs> and, and comes over and just they're, they're drunkenly telling stories, and it ends up with Sean oh, Penn good. with Tom Waits setting up like like a fire on a golf course so Sean Penn can oh. jump a motorcycle over it. Wow, uh, it's right. a very. Uh, this movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know right. this isn't. We listen to movies, this but like, uh, I don't. Movie. I got some thoughts about yeah. about Liquor's Pizza. Weird. Okay, All right. so so that was song number ten out of ten. 
songs that we're going to listen right, to. All right, I get it. I get it. I uh, fucked up. There's only nine here today. All right. All right we're, we're just going to skip I number six. I played too many last time. Yeah, okay, Jay played too many it. in the last episode, so, so we only have nine in our top ten list. So I'm just going to skip number six as an arbitrary number because okay, right, it's a stupid right, number. All right, all right. Um, song number nine. Yeah. Is uh, another band like Midwife, a band called Grouper. And again, I forget her name. I know it. I can't think of it right now. But she's she's actually done stuff a, a long time, at least at least ten years, I would say. I, I have like a split ten inch with her and, and some like Inca or like a really old um, LA based kind of psych rock or something. Anyway, she's done like home recorded super uh eclectic kind of instrumental well not instrumental, but like very ethereal, very like midwife. Like I feel like a precursor to midwife in a lot of ways and real experimental and real lo-fi and, and all about this like environmental thing she's putting together. And, and she had a record out and, and I'm, I always like grouper. I think this is a good time for her. This ended up on like a lot of top lists and stuff. And I think she's great. And I like this track a lot. Followed the ocean. I just, I just, I'm a big fan of, of Grouper. I think she's awesome, and I, I love that she really pushes the limits of listenability. Sometimes I really appreciate that. Like this, just sounds like there's a hundred layers of tape hiss. We, we are the only music <laughs> podcast that will say I enjoy when they push the limits of listenability. That's something I seek out in my music. No, now, I really we do. We come though. to you, Matt and Jay, for recommendations really on do. music, and you're telling us up front that the limits of listenability oh, yeah. is, a, is a desirable. It is for me, 100 place to be. I appreciate anybody that would think like this is a real choice to make something so underwater and. And again, like there's there's so much kind of white noise happening that you can almost create your own kind of melody. Like there is a melody happening and I'm not sure. It just for me, like it's, it's so interesting how this is created, how this happens, what, what is, what's the sort of process that goes into making this and her, her vocals and 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 how it doesn't really follow. Like, is that an acoustic guitar happening in there? I'm, maybe I hear a vocal. But like I'm not catching any lyric, 
it's just it just I just love this crazy like kind of you know it's like it's like that it's like the thread of my bloody Valentine going into kind of a weird folk place. Um, I, I, I like her a lot. I think she's great. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Great like record. I said, interesting top ten choice. Thank you. Grouper. What was that song called? Uh, hold on. Under the ocean or something like that. Mm, followed the ocean. Followed the ocean. Followed like, the ocean. Is that like chasing waterfalls? Yeah, don't go following the ocean. That's what's called. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next next band. Uh, I loved uh, this band called the the uh, fucking what are they called? Museums, the rough museums. Shit, Ar- the art art museums. I think they're just called art museums. Anyway, this guy, uh, and that was out on like Woods's records, and I love that art museums. Yes, and I loved that record. It's it was so weird. It had like a organ, uh, like bossa nova beat, like just straight up from an, uh, a a shitty organ, like an old Casio, exactly or, right. Or like they would use those those uh, sounds for drums, and then his vocal and this. It just it felt like it was from the future, but also this weird past, like this alternate future. Anyway, I loved his stuff and he's got a new band called the reds, pinks and purples. And it's just him. He lives in San Francisco. It's like all done in his, in his kitchen, which I think is incredible. But, um, I love his vocal. I love the sort of jangly feel of this stuff. And, uh, this one is called don't ever pray in the church on my street. To it, but it's not still much, not it's still much, pretty no. pretty. I mean, super solid. Like, he, like that's an example of somebody that knows how to write music and can do it with anything, anywhere, and is just a talent and and has been for a lot of these weird side project albums. And I'm just a fan of his. Um, I like that he has songs about city buses and like his neighborhood in San Francisco. It's just like very like you know local <laughs> sounding. It's awesome. <laughs> I like it a lot. Don't don't pray in the church on my street. <laughs> I mean, I hate to keep invoking John <laughs> Phil, but I mean, aren't you getting like... Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, very similar. Yep, yep, I can see that. Yep, similar uh, song song uh, 
uh, song, song philosophy. Content. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So that was what reds, pinks, and red, purples. pinks, and purples. And that is number. Where, where are we now? One, two, that was three, number four, eight. Five, six, seven. Yeah, number eight. Okay. Um, I, this last episode, I didn't keep a list, but you didn't either, and nope. I realized one of us should. So we are at oh, number. I, I mean, I can just you know, I got this list but right you, here. But, so. you, but you don't. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Number All right. seven. All right. Number seven is uh, this was a dream this year that two of my favorite artists, Angelo D'Augustine and Sufjan Stevens, realized that we have the same vocal, same style of writing. Let's do a record together, and we're gonna uh, semi dedicate it to Jodie Foster and Sounds of the Lambs. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so okay. So this song is called Cimmerian Shade and uh I think I've listened to it enough now that I believe it's from Buffalo what's his name Bill? Buffalo yeah. Bill. I think it's from his point of view. Okay. Ted about Ted, Ted Levine, the great Ted, Ted about Levine. love. Yeah. so hard he's bright pink i can't even fucking process what's happening god it's so fucking funny to me i mean i have you know i have stories that i won't share here but you know i've met well i i've met both buffalo bill and the woman in the well at different times in my my life wow um the the actress who played yeah yeah yeah. Right, right 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 um and yeah like one of my favorite movies of all time this is a it's not amazing. Oh, oh, I mean, and crazy. I 
I was like, what are the there, fuck am I listening to? There must be other <laughs> albums that are from the perspective of movie characters, I'm sure. But yeah. like, what an odd movie oh, yeah. choice. It's amazing. I, I pulled out the sleeve and there's this huge portrait of Jodie Foster. Uh, Which oil hasn't painting. really sent anybody over an edge ever. It's like this oil painting of Jodie Foster. And then I was like, what? And then I started like, and it said, and then did, I started didn't listening to Didn't the guy who shot Reagan do it to impress Jodie Foster? Yes. John, John Hinckley? Hinckley. Hinckley? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. But like, and then I was like listening to, the, and like on first or second or 10th listen, you're like, oh, this is a really beautiful album. The two of them are like very falsetto-y and yeah, they yeah, play yeah. beautifully and they, or, I mean, Sophia Stevens is a genius and, but like when you start digging into lyrics, you're like, what the fuck? This is about <laughs> Silence of the Lambs? What? How did they get here? This is incredible and so crazy. Well, it's like, um, uh, yeah, it's I, amazing. Amazing. It, it, like, so I love weird. it. And it's also like, I don't, hilarious. I, I, I'm like still processing because yeah, I mean, the only yeah. thing I can even think is close is like the sword has those two albums that are so obviously based on the Game of Thrones. books, oh, But that's okay. not even like, yeah, in the same fucking ballpark as yeah. writing this song. Yeah. Yeah. From the perspective of Buffalo Bill, I mean, I, and Silence of when Lambs. I when you, it's very specific. When I look at the lyrics, it's about you know a chrysalis, and he says something about his. Well, he says something about what Jonathan Demi, right? Well, he's something about fix me, Jonathan Demi. So it's like also in breaking the fourth wall of like, it's not only character, but it's like his real. I don't know, man. It's I, I'm into it, and the album is great, and the two of them together is a dream come true. It's a really weird subject matter, which is, you know, awesome. But uh, it's just bizarre. I love it. All right. So next up, number five oh, on the list. Number five. Now we're getting into some really, 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 really good we're, we're shit. We're down to the top five countdown. Oh, man. This is, the, this is the really top shit this year. And this guy, Juan Waters. Juan Waters. I love him. He's great. He's great. He's on Capture Tracks. He's put out a bunch of other records. Can we just talk about how beer and popcorn are two things that podcasters should not consume, and we are doing both at the moment? Well, luckily, no one's listening. Sure. Uh, well, hey, Sean. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Sean. So um, uh, I love this record because, for me, this is like a 2020 uh, Paul's Boutique type of... He brought in a lot of... like He's done... I can't even describe his earlier stuff, um, but it's, it's, it's him kind of folksy you know interesting he's a great songwriter but he brought in a bunch of his friends and it sounds like he took 2021 to sort of like visit a lot of different people which is weird but like i guess he you know had a lot of time in his hands so he went he went back to like his i think he's from oh man I'm gonna, i don't know i shouldn't say but i think he's from puerto rico but he also went to like south america to visit a lot of friends so he's all over the place and a lot of um and the influences are, are all over the place. And I think he lives in the Bronx. So you have this kind of hip hop stuff and also like great melodies. And also let's like, just, let's, what's the dude's, uh, Juan, Latin influences, Juan, Juan Waters. Juan Waters. And this is called Monsoon. Yeah, man.
fun. Right? I mean, the whole the whole record just has great the weird, weird sounds. Little, the, the little video game, like it's handheld, like, like cheapo shit yeah. you buy at some electronics store noises. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love it. He, but he's like killer bass line, and his vocals are good. Vo- yeah, it, they're great. I mean, these all these songs are catchy as hell, and like... There's a bunch of in-between in kind of like sketch stuff that he does. And there's this one moment on the record that really like uh, really threw me when I was listening to it. Like because I just threw I, I went to the capture track store on my way home one day and the light's like, oh, what's this? You know, you get it and threw it on. And I was like loving where it was going because it was like, yeah, all over the place. Lots of great beats and different things. And then there were like little sketches or like little pieces of things in between stuff like at one point he's in peter pan uh donuts you remember that place on manhattan avenue yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. An old coffee shop and he, he recorded somebody's argument and they're like talking about shit and he recorded it. and that's people part of the record like, and like people don't do that anymore and no, i i do no. kind of miss that like the you know i think probably for you and me the most seminal is like the sonic youth the the oh yeah, yeah voicemail yeah, sure, sure. you know answering machine message from like totally. what and the but, other thing was like beck on stereopathic soul manure had like a mini cassette recorder like on half of that album, yeah, it's just like weird shit. He rec- like yeah. people and I think, recorded you know, homeless like, people like in the street. Hip hop like, records, of course, have sketches and bits, but I, I that's that's kind of a different thing than I'm I'm thinking about. You know, it's I'm yeah, I just kind of miss that lo-fi. Like yeah. I'm just gonna punctuate this with random sounds. There's, I found there's a, a whole thing that he recorded of somebody like banging on somebody's door, like motherfucker give me some you owe me some money and the guy you hear the guy yelling like no oh. and he's like get out he's like god damn it and he's like yeah, you know but you I, just like also, stuck a I recorder love, in the hallway and i like, love the idea of punctuating <laughs> what's let's face it like kind of a mellow loungy yeah, 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 yeah. like like you take away some of those weird electronic sounds and some of that stuff and you just have you know a relatively mainstreamy kind of the weekend or something like that you know <laughs> but it's like you know i, I love when people I don't want to say go out of their way to make it weird. Like they embrace their inner weird. Yes. Because yes. I think, I think everybody's yes. inherently weird. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think the process of making something mainstream is stripping out. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It's reductive. Yeah. And I like, I like seeing somebody's like full creativity totally. on, on parade. Totally. Like I don't need it stripped down so that my grandma can listen to it in the right. car. Like, like if this guy wants to be weird in his way mm-hmm. with these like sample and like, mm-hmm. like, let him do it, you know. And, and all the songs are like totally unique. Like, there's no cohesive style of this record, which I think is great. I mean, it sounds like it could be different artists, and I think that's him working with different people. Well, you, you, well, you and I being, of course, of the generation that we're at. Like, I we grew up with records. Like, I still, mm-hmm. and not just like we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, yeah. but like not just records, but a side A and a side B that yeah. are crafted and have an arc and like. Yeah. You know, there's there's a whole experience and the songs flow together and there's a logic and a rationale to how everything's constructed. And, you know, in the Spotify, Apple Music, whatever world, yeah. it's like it's songs, not yeah, albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, if, if uh, Juan Waters is like embracing that and just oh, saying yeah. like, like, I'm going to throw out this, I'm going to yep. throw out that, I'm going to throw out this and like hopefully this hits, hopefully that hits or, you know, hopefully you're excited about this song. That, again, that's the world we we live in. Yeah. I don't I don't know if musicians like even if you made an album, I don't know if anybody yeah. would listen to it as an album yeah. anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, th- I mean that's why you you that's why vinyl is still sort of an important kind of document of like yeah, I'm going to sit down and listen to this 
the way that it was sort of sequenced together and but but I think that he's definitely playing around and that's what makes this album so fun is he's just really playing with styles and with with sounds and and he's there was a there's a point that I thought was again that caught me off guard when I was listening to it and he just is like it's just him on on the mic saying like yeah 2020 is really fucked up I don't know when I'm going to tour again uh hope everybody's doing okay and then it just goes into a song and i was like wow that's so like <laughs> so it's, so, it's such a, it is and it's such a weird thing to to hear on a record in the middle of a record where but, you're but like I mean, this, that is, is, this totally dates it and is going to be here forever on this but record i don't, I don't think but it's that, i don't think that forever is a thing like i, no, I told you before great. like i've been listening to tons of podcasts during the pandemic which are all going to be once this is over fingers crossed that it will be over really like tra- trapped in a bottle, you know, people doing zoom podcasts right, and whatever. Right, right. Um, and I like, I, I don't know. I feel like records re- recorded in the pandemic, like can have that, you know, cause like nobody from the nineties was hiding that their shits from the nineties, you know, yeah, like we no, listen to it, it now just, and you're just like, man, this is fucking dated. Like, but it's, but it's one thing that like everything else on this list has been like created during the pandemic, but it's not acknowledged. Right. It's sort of like, acknowledged in maybe its creation or in the story of it as like well i i couldn't see anybody so i sat in my studio and and made an album and of course it's all those things are going to bleed into it and you're the feeling of the world and stuff but like to have him get on a microphone and say like yeah i don't think i'm going to be doing much touring 2020 is really fucked up I, you know everybody's okay but like it just in this funny i don't know i really like it it it, it it summed up everything and it was a great like, yeah, we're, we're all feeling fucked up. And he just acknowledges it and, and is like, I don't know when I'm going to be touring again. And and who knows like where he recorded that or what he was thinking. But to include it on the record is just a great little aside yeah. note. And it's like right in the middle of nothing. Yeah. It, I loved it. I loved it. All right. That was Juan Waters. All Juan right, Waters. No, number four. Number four. In the top 20-ish list of best songs of 2021 as selected by one dude in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Uh, this is a band I love from Ireland called Just Mustard. <laughs> and <laughs> Didn't I we, we did one of their songs. We probably did. Yeah. And I was really looking. This is one of the bands that I was like, I'm going to check in on them and see how they're doing. And I was like, oh, thank God they released a single in 2021 so I can talk about them because I fucking love what they're doing. I know they're still playing. I see they're playing live in Ireland. I don't think I'll ever see them, but man, they have such like broken water unwound vibes to me that I am nice. like, cannot wait. And they don't have a proper album that, that I know of other than like a long EP, but this oh, is what's this track called. This is called uh dot, dot, dot. I am you.
Damn. Wow. There's a lot that goes through your head in oh that track. Oh, my God. They Do have, you remember uh, 90s yeah. band? We talk about those a lot. Yeah. Do you remember Curve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was getting, sure. like, not the vocals, because yeah. yeah. Tony Holliday's vocals were very different, but, like, musically, especially when it, like, hit, yeah, that yeah, first yeah. hit, I yeah. was like, this really reminds me of that second yeah. Curve album. Okay. Um, yeah, her vocals are like they're so thin. Well, th- I mean, the thing is, it's she sings sometimes, and this and the guy sings sometimes, yeah, and yeah. like he does. Like there's this, there's a great track off of the EP where where he it, they're such masters of like tension. Like there is this underlying like when is this gonna explode all right, the time right. in such a great way. And there's an incredible moment in one of the tracks on the EP where he fucking loses it vocally and it's just like perfect and unbelievable and i think nice. they just they just do such cool like like you hear them just banging on the on the pickups to get yeah. that like clang chang, chang, clang, clang, clang which is a very like, unwound oh, well yeah, yeah, i mean yeah, and you mentioned yeah. unwound in the yeah, intro yeah, to the yeah. song like you know they justin the voice would crack or something and they would just yeah. leave it in the take totally. like just such I just love those, those and I love the, the, the sense of space with these guys too yeah. like the drums are recorded in cavernous and the, you just have this huge echo of like they're just well, micing this kind giant of as we talk. the and other thing I was thinking and this is goes nuts. I gotta be careful what I say here but yeah. you, both your wife and I have been working on a film that I won't name <laughs> okay. that was shot in Ireland <laughs> Yes, yes. and both thematically which is this sort of young woman's path of discovery of herself oh, yeah, and her family yeah, yeah. Um, I was just thinking like I should send this song yeah. to the producer well yeah. Molly your wife is the producer but like this more than the you're songs right, that I'm right. hearing in the rough cuts you're right. like this song would be such a, a really great character yeah. development song it's true I thought I thought of that a couple of times too I just see that they keep playing in Dublin and I'm like god damn I would be so I would love to fucking see these guys live I mean this the energy is unbelievable on this single. Yeah, this is I love this them. is great stuff. They're great. They're great. That was just mustard. Just mustard. <laughs> so I All mean, right. clearly they visited Chicago at least once. <laughs> yes. Very specific. Just mustard. Chicago joke. <laughs> and it's uh, and more specific to my experience as being a transplant to Chicago for two years and <laughs> not enjoying the just mustard experience. <laughs> nice. All right. We are down into the two. Number to three. Really, we're into, we're at the bronze medal. Number three. <laughs> Finally. You fucking figured that out. Well, After two episodes, no, you figured no, that shit out. Okay. I was saving it till, right. till the top three. Right. This is, this is bronze medal territory. <laughs> This is, oh, yeah. uh, you know, this, this is number three. This is, uh, this is number three. Number three. By, well, uh, uh, I mean, just a guitar god of 2021. Ty Siegel. Ty Siegel. Hardest lo- working Everybody man fucking loves Ty Siegel. It's show business. I mean, in, in uh, records. In Ooh. The hardest working man in the fuzz guitar business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a... Very specific. Oh yeah, he's number one. But oh, yeah, he's number I, three on this list. But he's number one in 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 our fuzz guitar. Oh hearts. yeah. But I also another guy that does the like sort of deer hoof thing of like I'm gonna it's find funny. the every, most I, fucked up sound and it's going to be the most bangingest song. Every time I drift away from Ty oh, Siegel and God I kind damn. of forget he exists for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then I have a I have a good friend, my friend Andrea. 
Um, shout out WBUR. Um, and, and selling yogurt at the co-op. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you. I, <laughs> I'm an NPR Boston fan. Okay, okay. Uh, no, my friend MP, Andrea, uh, we, we hang out. We'll get a beer, connect somewhere. And she fucking loves Ty Siegel's. Always talking about Ty oh, Siegel. And then yeah. I check back in. I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen. And it's, oh, I'm always impressed. She's she knows what's going on. Then. Well, she's their arts editor. Oh, so, yeah, she yeah. knows. She knows. All right. Ty Siegel is at number three. He had a, a great record called Harmonizer. I mean, he's always great, but and and I would gladly put him in the top 20 somewhere. But this this record is really great, not just because I love Ty Siegel, but it's fantastic. And this song is called Erased. just an incredible talent but just the most humble fucking nicest dude i talked to him outside mercury lounge once he was i saw him standing like near the sidewalk and i was probably having smoked a cigarette after probably writing about the show or something for that website of some kind yeah when you used to write about shows and and uh and i'd seen him a bunch of times and i just loved him from the very beginning and uh he was like, oh, is that okay, man? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're the fucking greatest. Like, <laughs> and he was just like, oh, I really I fucked up a bunch tonight. And that was really shitty. Uh, you know, just like beating himself up. And I was like, fuck you. You're awesome. Stop it. You're the best. And it was just like, man, I can't believe like, that is, you know. That is creativity in a nutshell. Oh, totally. Like, it make is. something amazing and yeah. doubt every second of it. Uh, yeah, right. Playing like, you know, I mean, at that point, I think he was 
mean, I'm trying to think what album that was, but I mean, it wasn't like, you know, his first record or something. He was just like, oh man, I'm worried I really fucked up tonight. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> You're the just nicest dude. And, and like, I mean, he, he, he's got so many side projects. They're all interesting. Everything he touches is like worth listening to. And, and uh, and this record is is no no different, and he's fucking great. And of course he has a record to work. He's got a record every fucking year. He's got multiple records every year, so he'll be on this list again. I guarantee it. And always has been. Always will. I for me, he picked up the mantle that Jay Retard like left when he you know I was, when he passed away. When you like, said when you said God of Fuzz guitar, I was like yeah, the only I mean, guy. I mean, he's like yeah. Just by the way, one of. Man. One of the only, not just one, but two yeah. records that I have kept in rotation what? through all of COVID. Uh, Jay Retard. Oh, man. Fucking that guy. Uh, Blood Visions. Oh, fucking Blood Visions. Fucking great records. So great. God yeah, no, it. Ty Siegel, always in rotation. Oh, he's the best. Always fucking great. He's the best. He's the best. He is the best. I love you, Ty Siegel. Although I... Aww. I, I, <laughs> I will say <laughs> autocorrect in my laptop just changed yeah. it to tie seagull. Yes. The bird. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, I know. Always. Yeah. I know whenever I do a search, I'm like, God damn God it. God damn it. All right. All right. So we're at number, number two. two. Wait. Number, number two. The second. Very good. The runner up. The silver yeah. medal. Yeah. Of 2021. Could just have easily been number one, but we got it. You know, I got to pick by, one. By, by, by. A fraction of oh, a second. I know. Yeah. Just a nose across the finish line. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as selected yes. by the finish line camera mm-hmm. operated by one guy in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. What do we got? Courtney Barnett is an incredible talent from Australia. She's done. She did the first. Well, I first was given that record with a chair on it. I liked it. It was good. And then she did that record with Kurt Vile, which was Sea Lice, which was like, per, uh, w- then I realized like, oh my God, these two are like a perfect match. Again, this is like Angela D'Agostino and Stefan Stevens. They they were meant to play together. The, their style, the way that they, they're just, uh, the, the lyrically, everything about it's perfect together. And, and I was, and I heard she had a solo record coming out this year. And, and I was like, I mean, the stuff she does with Kurt is so perfect. How is it going to be as good even as that? Um, but this record that she did is like so polished, but incredibly poppy, but fun. She's playing around. She's playing with vocals. She's playing with instrumentation. And and it's so simple. Like, like Molly started playing guitar this year and she was playing Courtney Barnett songs. And I was like, that's crazy. It's just fucking literally two chords, this song. How the fuck? Is this and it might even be this track, but anyway, I was like, I can't believe somebody could get away with this. Uh, but again, it's it's all in the 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 delivery and the and and putting it together and and I love this whole record. Picking one track is impossible, but I I picked uh, the the banger. If I don't hear from you tonight, Not the stars in the sky are gonna die. I don't hear from you tonight. 
That's just a great song. That, that whole record is great. This it's, it's this song con- does country vibes without yeah. being country. Yeah, right, right, right. And she's got when it started when it was just her and the yeah. guitar. Yeah, the guitar had more uh, processing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was I was actually calling back to Elliot Smith. I'm like, mm. this is someone who could hold their own. Oh yeah, just yeah, yeah. with like an, an acoustic guitar and the vocals. Hundred percent. Yes, I've I've seen like you know her play like whatever solo and it's like yeah she 100 percent can yeah but then she does great little weird you know instrumentation stuff i i just she's fantastic and she is like so quirky and like her videos are just like i mean you just get the feeling that she is not like selling anything she's just mm-hmm. like in that kind of like pavement style of like whatever just playing music who gives a shit this is like fun let's have fun with this and I don't know. I, I I'm I'm so into this record and, and her in general. She's nice. Great. Yeah. It's, I mean, she's great. No, this is an excellent. I I I, I only know her through you and yeah. Molly, but yeah, it's a like I could listen to this all day and be totally happy. Oh hell yeah. Um, it's um you know what? this is a, a a left turn here, but um because yeah. I'm more the movie guy than the music guy. Yeah. There was a, a movie that came out in 2020 that just got lost to the COVID winds. It was called Yellow Rose. Did you see this? Mm-mm, no. Um, it's about a young uh, girl who's a, a undocumented alien in okay. Texas with her mom. Okay. And her mom gets deported, and she ends up living in like a country bar playing country music. Oh, wow. Weird. And it, it's like a love song to country that's sort of wrapped up in like America's immigration yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. discussion. It's like the sweetest, most beautiful, like make you cry a dozen yeah, times yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just, I, I, it just made me think of that because it's like I don't like country music. No, yeah. But the movie made me love. Yeah. The music that she was doing. Yeah. And this yeah. is this has those country vibes, and I yeah. don't generally like the sort of simple, stripped down, <clears throat> like basic yeah thing yeah, but yeah, yeah. like i love this yeah, yeah, yeah you know because it's done so well and it's done so like elegantly i just yeah like yeah. like you said she's not trying to sell anything it's just yeah, like yeah, these yeah. are my songs and yeah. i do them well and it's like fuck yeah, yeah. i'll listen to this all and, day and i i she's definitely like one of those uh i don't think she would have ever expected to be in the place that she's in now with like a definitely highly lauded album of you know what i mean like I just get the sense that she's like doing her thing and, and just she has her own label Milk Records or something that put out a bunch of her stuff and then just like all of a sudden I think Kurt Vile obviously helped propel her to be like in everybody's sort of window and then and then this record is just like here here's some more stuff and unbelievable great great talent and basically all you know this whole thing I think is mostly her you know, she has, like, guest musicians. Sure, it's yeah. Like she's done the whole thing. All right, so here we are. Here we are. We're about to do number one. You can let... let oh, I was going to say let her play. Okay, okay. Uh, because I'm going to recap okay. the top... So, it was supposed to be top ten. Yeah. Jay cut it down to nine because... Yeah. And, and I actually I, I quibble here. He had Mono in the list twice. I did. And honestly, I say we just I fucking do. play Mono twice because I love yeah. that band so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to two Mono tracks, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I'm okay, sure they're okay. both in the top twenty. Oh and yeah, yeah, fucking great. I know. I must um, so our top ten is nine, but you got eleven in the last episode, right. so it all evens out. Yep. So 
just pretend we can do math. It's fine. That's right. So just to recap, we got Elliot Smith. We got Grouper. We got Reds, Pinks, and Purples. We got Sufjan and what's the other dude's name? Angelo D'Agostino. Angelo D'Agostino. I, too many syllables for me to ever remember. Uh, we got one Waters. That was fucking fun. So good. Just Mustard from Ireland. Yeah. Ty Siegel. Yep. The currently living king the, of fuzz. The guitar fuzz wonderkind. Yes. <laughs> R.I.P. J.C. J. Retard. Carney <laughs> uh, <laughs> Barnett. And now number one. Number one is dry cleaning out of nowhere with the fucking greatest record. All right. Of 2020. I mean, this is just like. All right. Sums up the world. Matt, you gotta listen. We're gonna listen to this whole track because it's fucking Hit me, so man. good. Listen fucking to this. Listen dry to this, Matt. cleaning. What's the track called? Dry cleaning. Scratch card lanyard. Hit me.
That's like the theme song for the social <laughs> media era, right? Like, right. I was like, Fuck. I was like, this, whoever the protagonist of this song yeah. is, I know twenty people yeah. who who fit this description. Every track is fucking genius. This woman. So the, the story is that this band from England, obviously, these guys have got to be in there. You know, our age, late thirties, early forties, been in a million bands. I, I got some bad news <laughs> for you, buddy. We're in our late forties. Okay. All right. Well, they like. Uh, uh, came up with all this instrumental. All these were instrumental tracks, and they were looking for a lead singer. And somebody, you know, a friend of a friend, and they were like, "Here, uh, here's our demo. You know, maybe check it out." She was like, "Okay, yeah." She came back to them like two days later with all this on top of it, all this spoken word, just like snips. Pieces of nothing, just fucking ridiculous bullshit, and they were like, and I, "It's so this is good. amazing." This like, this like <laughs> right? disconnected yes. talk singing <laughs> yes. in a stylistically like different place yes. than the music under it. Totally, and fuck, like it, it, it reminds me of a million things. But when I yeah. try to pin one down, yeah. it like escapes me. Like, oh, like God, there's man. there's there's so many elements of this that I recognize, but I, I can't be like, it sounds like this or it sounds like this no. thing I've heard yeah, before. Yeah, there's, yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's just excellent. So good. So good, Matt. Oh, and it, so and it like very that. much sums up where, where oh, we're God at. Damn. They have that, a song called John Wick. <laughs> well, of course they do. Everybody does. Oh, listen to this one. Listen to this one. Oh, yeah. Bonus track. Bonus yeah. Well, that 
the ship and what are the prices? Are there some kind of reverse platform shoes that make you go into the ground or make you reach a lower level? Never mind. You know what it is? It's it's. I this is a weird choice of words, but yeah. it's, it's decadent. Yeah. Like it's this posh yeah. British woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's who's like having her own conversation? <laughs> yes. While there's a band playing. <laughs> Like, like that's what it is, and and yeah, like in totally. the weirdest way, where yeah. you're just like these things connect. It's yeah. obvious that the vocals yeah. were recorded in a way that's timed to the music, <laughs> yeah. but it's also like, like it's like listening to music while listening to somebody have a conversation next to you on the subway. Totally. Like they they're that, and that disconnect is so weirdly oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's like the the problem with this band is. There's no second album. No. There's no. There's nowhere to go. Well, from maybe. Here. I mean, I am this reminded of uh, like how Slint came up with yeah. the vocals for 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 Spiderland, like yeah, right. written in a car outside. You know, right. just like right. Um, you can't go anywhere from there. It's like a perfect time capsule. And that's the sad part. Is that that's, I'm sad for them already. Yeah. That they are at that this is the top of their game. They're not going to get any better. And the oh, second they might, record they might surprise you. I know. They might, but it's such a perfect, like, uh, you know, uh, vocally and, and musically and to, to try to have the weight of this record now yeah, around yeah, your yeah. neck <laughs> and trying to do another one. I mean, yeah. if it's the same thing, it's bad. If it's different, it's bad. If it's, well, it's bad. There's nowhere to go. I suppose. This is so good. I suppose. Yeah. You gotta call it quits. You have to do side projects. You have to do something yeah, else yeah, after yeah. this. It's like, this is it's, perfect. It, it is. To me. To me. It, but it is, it's also, yeah, it's like cinematic. Yeah. In a, in a weird way. Her pieces of conversation are just perfect no she says some wonderfully weird shit in um, here. amazing and and it, it also reminds me of like this is definitely an, an art these are definitely artists mm-hmm. and this is like just it makes me think of you know the the um the cut-ups sort of like right. dada style you know whatever you know but like of course england would would come up with something like this yeah it's like because you're right like she's talking about knitting circles and smashing shit and mm-hmm. like bouncy ball i mean it's just like like the being like do they have you know are, are they gonna how much is it to drop your laundry off in the right at the carnival cruise i mean it's like fuck this is like man all right great greatness all right well that is that's it number one the top 10 songs top 10 as chosen by one random dude in Brooklyn and played to his friend from Boston who drove down today to listen to them. What are you going to listen to again, Matt? From the, from the top this? ten list? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, Elliot Smith comes comes okay. and goes. Obviously, Ty Siegel is yeah. always in the mix. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to listen to Dry Cleaning cool. a lot Good. more. Good. And honestly, I'm going to seek out... I want to hear more from Just Mustard. Yeah. Oh, that was, oh, those, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They were, and Courtney Barnett, like... I feel like I only listened to them to her with you. Sure, but uh, I might keep it that way. But I, I, I like I like how that's I like how that's going. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think a, a grouper is yours. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Reds, pinks, and purples was fun. Okay, okay. okay. And you know, Sufjan, I'd like I don't know an album about. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I could. I, mean, I once or twice. I don't know sure, if that's sure. a that's a regular sure. rotation one. Yeah, yeah. 
Juan Waters, I'm more, I'm curious oh, yeah, about it because yeah. you said all of his stuff is so different. So like, yeah. I'm curious, no, but in a good way. It's all like similar to that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that was fun. Like, yeah. like that's a good, you know, pop out of bed in the morning. Like, yeah, let's listen to some fun, fun stuff. Um, one of my my really my only indulgence during early deep COVID when everything was completely shut down and and still now is there's a like a brewery near my house and they have an outdoor patio so you can sit. And I go there, and I've just become friends with the owners and all the bartenders and everything. So one of the perks of, of you know, being a regular is is I can prod them to put music on. Nice. And Jack, the he's a bartender. He's also like a sales manager. He's my bud. Shout out to Jack McMenamin. Um, <laughs> he like lets me inflict music on him because he <laughs> and I have very similar tastes. He's my friend who saw Godspeed. Oh, nice. Recently, okay, cool. Um, so like when we talked about uh, 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 Michael Kwanaka, okay, yeah, yeah, um, he put that into regular rotation nice. over there because awesome. we were both just like yeah. super into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like I, I can honestly see going over there and being like, dude, we're gonna put Courtney Burnett, we're gonna put dry cleaning, mm. you know, some of these nice. just into the mix as this like little microbrewery in my yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Inflict this on on everybody, but yeah, just mustards like oh, shoot, that's like sweet spot. Yeah, um, they're great. But yeah, Juan Waters, I think, would be not just for me, but for the other patrons. Yep. Yeah. It's probably the one I'll hit them with first. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. to, yeah, just that's to see good. how that. Oh, yeah. yeah that that's a great record. All right, sure. man. Any final thoughts on 2021, or can we put this fucking year to bed? I mean, it's over. It's the first. Yeah, it's January 1st. That's it. It's 2022. I. <sighs> I don't know, man. I have tickets to see dry cleaning, hopefully in May. Nice. That's the next time they're coming around. But uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. A lot of shows are being fucking canceled. And who knows? I don't yeah, know, it's, man. It's, we're it's living in some crazy, crazy times. Everything's a mess. But uh, times get good. Times get bad. Sure. Pandemics come. Pandemics <laughs> go. But you know what doesn't change, bud? We listen to records. We listen to records. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Bye.